Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. With interesting views on breaking the rules of broadcasting and all sorts of wild reports to keep us laughing. With funny off-brand upbeat journalism, the strange and unusual stories of what we give them. When it's all about ridiculous news everywhere, we talking about ridiculous news over here. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News. Not your average news show, we cover stuff you didn't realize was news, from the wild and funny, to the deep and hidden, to the absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm Bill Worley, I'm an Atlanta-based filmmaker, I'm a comedian, and I've realized, Mark, I've developed the habit of eating cereal just way too much. <laughs> well, it is tasty, it's to delicious. be fair. Uh, I'm Mark Kendall, and uh, this is me reminding myself uh, to drink more water, trying to hold myself accountable here by by doing this. And also, uh, future Mark, uh, if you're listening to this, could be tap water, uh, it could be uh, sparkling water, uh, just not, uh, just not uh, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. I'm going to shoot you some drink water text <laughs> yeah, randomly. Yeah. Well, today is a deep dive episode about habits. Uh, what are habits? What are some interesting habits people have? We're really going to dive in and look at that, and this is something that we're really interested in, and we got some good stuff for it. Absolutely, yeah. Bill and I both, I think, we, we enjoy talking about habits. We're real so excited to share this. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast. So uh, let's hop in with our ridiculous news nipples. So to start things off, we'll be talking about a couple quick ridiculous stories having to do with habits in some way. Uh, So starting off, uh, this is a positive story. Uh, So this is from the Chicago Tribune. Uh, And the headline is, uh, on 87th birthday, a nun carries on longtime habit of donating blood. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is someone, this nun has been uh, donating blood regularly uh, since they've been 19 years old, uh, following the example set by her father, who was also a longtime blood donor. And she said, that's why I do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I would hope um, uh, the donations would help somebody. And uh, so Thursday uh, marked uh, the 69th time she had donated at uh, Ursidi Heartland in Tinley Park. Um, but apparently 
you know, no one really knows how much they've donated over time. They, they've they've just been doing it so much. Uh, right. This person's uh, they're O positive, uh, and they believe that maybe their father was O negative, which is like the universal blood type right. uh, given to newborns and patients in the emergency uh, situations. Uh, so uh, I think that also was why uh, this nun's father was also really big into donating. Uh, as much as possible. Yeah, that universal donating. That's so, so important. Donating blood. Thank you to everyone that does it. Um, it says here, actually, Mark, that they calculated that she had been tapped for eight gallons. That's right. Since yeah. she first started donating there in 1987. Well, that's a lot of blood. That is that's a lot a, of that's blood. A, that's, that's my fridge full. Which <laughs> 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 would be the scariest fridge opening ever. Oh, um, wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. I'd be like, I, I need an explanation here. You know? <laughs> Uh, do you have you donated blood, Mark? I think I have a memory of donating blood, but maybe I was not donating it. So let me be, let me be, let me be before I lie about things this that I've not done. Thing. So you have a memory of it, but it maybe do you think it was like a dream that maybe you had? Or no, was there I just want, maybe it's just like we. I was at a like uh, like honestly, I was just like I had my blood taken, and I was just like. <laughs> And so, you know, oh, let gotcha. me let me just let me just let me just say I have not. Let me just before I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I've donated blood. I don't I honestly don't think I have. It's a it's an I mean, you know, I think it it's a wonderful, amazing thing that people do. And it does take a special person to do it. I feel bad. So I've tried before in, in college. And I, that's where I found out I was bad at needles. And hopefully people aren't fainting that are listening to the podcast. Cause I know it can it can make me feel queasy sometimes. Um yeah, it's a it's a it's a noble activity absolutely which is why let me just backtrack <laughs> and say i am let me let me just not backtrack and take credit for something i've not done at all so i'm sorry about that to the people out there helping other people like this wonderful nun <laughs> you know well speaking of of nuns yeah. uh, maybe they're not all wonderful because i got a story for you mark about a retired nun who embezzled from school to pay for her gambling habit and she got sentenced to prison uh, this is from CNN. A now-retired nun and former Catholic elementary school principal who admitted to stealing more than $835,000 in school funds for gambling trips and personal expenses was sentenced to 12 months and a day in federal prison. Ooh, that's, uh, that's wild. And, you know, I don't know why that seems like a, not a long time to me, but whatever. So that also were ordered, it ordered uh, Mary Margaret Cripper, uh, age 80, to pay $825,338 in restitution. That's something, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I, th- that's that's a lot of money. That's, that's, that's of so, money. so much money. So, so much money. Um, you know, and uh, she was the principal of a school for nearly three decades. And it says she actually only embezzled the money for 10 years to get mm-hmm. to that 800K. Um, she had taken a vow of poverty, as nuns do, um, and used the money intended for the school to pay for large gambling expenses, incurred at casinos and, and other charges. Um, in the sentencing recommendation, the prosecutors had said that she, quote, stole the equivalent of tuition of 14 different students per year. Oh, my goodness. Um, which is wild. You know, gambling is such an interesting thing. It is, right? Now, now have you gambled before, Mark? Uh, yeah, I haven't been to like a casino or anything, but yeah. I've played poker with with friends. Right. And because I knew it, it, it and because I know it's something that can be addicting, yeah. I've sort of been careful whenever I've done it, meaning whenever I'm about to go gamble or something like that, 
and not that I do it often, but if if, if I'm about to play a game of cards, which I seldom you get do, cards. Out. I think there's cards in your pocket. Yeah, yeah you know, or, or it's just like if I'm ever about to play like blackjack, <laughs> just like, but, but it's just like if I, if I'm ever about to gamble, the one thing that I do to try and help myself with that is be like whatever I spend, I'm I'm, I'm losing it. Gotcha. I'm not I'm not gonna gotcha. try and do it and try and get it back. Smart. Um, and part of that's also because I'm not good at poker you know so <laughs> uh, what about yourself bill what's your experience been so i i used to work for cruise company and we did music festivals at c six men shout out to six men great company wonderful people um and uh so there's casinos there and sometimes when you did a good shift or whatever um the 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 leadership would give you some uh tokens some chips and i so i used to go and play blackjack and what's fun about that is that's where a lot of the musicians so i'd play blackjack with you know like newfound glory in some of the bands that because that would tend to be where they'd hang out late at night and uh because we were working we tend to be out late at night and i you know i really enjoyed it but to your point it's like i think i never made any money i don't think i ever lost any money what happens i would go in I think the most I started with was 50. The highest I got was 250. Mm-hmm. And I remember I lost it. You know, I was just, mm-hmm. I, sh- I remember thinking, oh, I should bank this. I should bank this. And, you know, didn't happen. I mean, I would have been this nun. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Didn't have any self control. Yeah. It, it seems like uh, intimidating or scary, you know, like, because yeah. I can, it, it's fun. <laughs> you know it what is. I mean? It's fun. It and is. I, and I see how it can be addicting and how you can get in deep. So, it's this enticing looking thing, you know? So Yeah. 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 And it, that's, that's where that nun went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Bill, another headline for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is from the Netherlands. All right. So police uh, to text message 3,500 drug users after seizing dealers phones. Wow. All right. Yeah. So uh, police in the Netherlands um, came across uh, a bunch of numbers uh, that were on the phones of different uh, drug dealers. And okay. so, um, this is from these 3,500 numbers were from a dozen or so drug dealers uh, who were picked up following a major investigation into a local into a local drugs gang. Um, wow. So 10 of those people are going to appear in court later this year. Okay. But what I thought was interesting about this story was the text message, which will, police will send out, uh, directs people to a website where they can get help with breaking their habits. Uh, and the message uh, said... Uh, it's a Dutch name. Yeah, it's a Dutch name that I can't pronounce, but it's going to show people that they are not alone and that there is help. Wow. That's that's so Dutch. <laughs> yeah. I, that's great. I, yeah. I, I was not expecting. Honestly, when I started reading the story, and I, and I mentioned this to you earlier, Bill, I thought that, you know, they got these numbers and they were going to try and, like, catch these people in the act or entrap them or something. So the fact that they were simply trying to, you know, just help them. Uh, was was big. You know, Mark, yes, because um, that's one interesting thing about the Dutch police. And when I was over, I've been to Amsterdam probably a half dozen times. I love it. It's a wonderful city. And, you know, that's not the only city in the Netherlands. But um, I have noticed that the police are different there. And there's a vibe. You know, I'm also a white guy in Amsterdam. <laughs> different people have different experiences. But um, one of the interesting stories, I had a friend who was showing me around who lived in Amsterdam in Leiden, actually south of the, that city and came up to show us around Amsterdam. And he, he mentioned a really cool story, and I thought this really illustrated Dutch police and their philosophy, is that 
you know, everyone rides bikes in Amsterdam. It's there's more bikes than cars. It's actually pretty cool. But is, is if you've been there or if you go there, beware of okay. the bike lanes because it's like roads and you're going to really piss some Dutch people off. And it's easy to wander into them if you're not paying attention. And thus, a lot of the Dutch people have bells and they'll ring their bike bells at you in a very aggressive way, um, <laughs> as they should. So they have bells, they'll ring the bells. But what they what they don't have, some of them didn't have rather, is lights on their bikes. So at night you could see the bikes easier and that would cause less wrecks. And so the the Dutch, uh, the they passed a law that you had to have a light, but people still weren't doing it. So what the police did is they set up roadblocks, which sounds funny for bikes, but that's how many bikes, you know, there's more bikes than cars. So, uh, and they pulled people over and they said, you have two choices. Either you pay this $50 ticket um, or you go to this tent over here where we have these contractors and you pay $20 and we'll put a light on your bike. Wow. You know, and I, like what, an, what a way to like get people to do it um, and not just charge money. I just thought that was, I was like, man, I, I wish police here, and I'm sure there are police here that think that way, but I wish we did it more often. And it's interesting, you know, speaking back to this, this text message thing that you mentioned, Mark, that that website has been viewed 3,000 times that they sent people to. So it seems like these uh, potential addicts are getting the message that they can get help. Yeah, that's a great point, Bill. Yeah, from 750 users that got 3,000 hits, which means that, like, that's a lot of engagement, you know? Yeah. Always talking about engagement here on the cast. No, no, it's what we do. It's what we do. Let's get them engaged. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, interesting. Is your phone ringing? Uh, It is. Bill, I'm sorry. I know this isn't professional, but can I just take this yeah, call? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, hi, this is Mark. With hello, Mark. This is me. It's a Dutch, Dutch policeman. Uh, hello, Mr. Hello. Dutch policeman. Yes, my name is Svakultrins. Oh, can I call you Frank? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. This works. Great. Uh, I just wanted to say, that, did you um, did you lie earlier today, Mark? Um, look, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, I, I said that I, uh, I said that I, gave blood when I didn't give you blood. You know what, Mark, that's okay. Really? You know, yeah, sometimes we all have things where we, maybe we have a memory from the when you're young, and it's okay to make a mistake every once in a while. Oh, wow. You know, that's so interesting. I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of thought when you asked if I lied, you were going to try and catch me in that lie and, and punish me, but instead, it seems like you were trying to be helpful. Yes, that's, I'm the Dutch police. That's what we do. Oh, okay. This is I'm, new for me. So. I'm going to Venmo you $20 real quick. Just oh, my to, gosh. Yeah, what? Just, to, you know, if you want to go and have a sandwich or perhaps two. I'd love two sandwiches. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yes. I'll give one to Bill. He'll love this. I do love sandwiches. And I'll leave you, Mark, with this about from the, me and the Dutch police. Uh, it's a positive affirmation for you to say. I, I uh, say it. I say it, and you say it with me. Okay. I put my energy into things that matter to me. Oh my goodness! Uh, Let's do it together. Okay. I, I put, put my, my energy, energy into things, things that, that matter to, to me. me. Okay. Dutch, Dutch. Bye, bye. How did he know, Bill? I'm so sorry. How did he know that that's exactly what I needed to hear today? That was wild, and I not a hundred percent. That's what Dutch people sound like, but I believe him. I mean, I that's the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. Yeah, you know? that was a nice. That was a nice little motto. Oh my gosh! How did he know? I I need a moment. We're gonna take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... You are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. All right, Bill, so we're going to hop in with our main course for today. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier, we're doing a deep dive uh, into habits. So I figure we'll start with talking about what are habits. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Yeah, so this is from uh, our amazing researcher, Casey. Found a source from goodtherapy.com. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Casey. So uh, a habit is the following. A habit is a learned behavior that becomes reflexive over time. Uh, the behavior is often triggered by a certain context. For example, uh, you may automatically go brush your teeth after finishing breakfast mm-hmm. as part of your morning routine. And I like that they said after finishing breakfast because that is what I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is something that I thought was pretty interesting, right? So a habit can be healthy, unhealthy, or neutral, right? So like a healthy habit might be stretching for 10 minutes a day or meditating when you feel stressed. Uh, an unhealthy habit could be biting your nails or texting while driving. Uh, examples of neutral habits include, you know, eating the same brand of cereal each morning or taking the same route to work. And I feel like that is interesting or important, rather, right. when thinking about habits and because like habits can be good. Habits can be bad. Habits right. might be nothing at all. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, sometimes I lose sight of that, I think. I agree. Yeah. You know, um, I think. Because because we don't always we think about oh I need to form good habits I need to form good habits but we don't always think about oh I need to break the bad habits um, you know phone addiction is one I think a lot of us struggle with or you know self talk you know like yeah. positive self talk oh things like that that yeah. I think are really important um, so when you start to identify I think you know it's what is it you know saying it out loud is a is a healthy one that I've I've learned to kind of help me identify when I'm doing something. Um, and to, to kind of knock yourself out of that, wait, why do, why do I do this? Why do I chew my fingers? I don't, I don't chew my nails personally, but, um, you know, I definitely have my fair share of bad habits. For sure. And, you know, uh, likewise. And so our research goes on to say that habit formation, right, is the process by which behaviors become automatic. Mm. And habits can form without a person intending to acquire them, uh, but they can also be deliberately cultivated or eliminated 
uh, to better suit suit one's personal goals. And I find this kind of comforting, right? Because, you know, sometimes I can beat myself up over bad habits. And but if you think about it in terms of like, hey, you may have picked this up unintentionally, but you can also deliberately get rid of it. It to me, it takes pressure off. Yeah. You know, like like and it also helps you, I think, see other people too, meaning mm. the, the struggles of other people. It's like, they may not want to be doing that thing. Right. You know what I mean? And like, and so, so sometimes it can create a deliberate thing. It's sort of being like conscious about addressing the subconscious, you know? Yeah. 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 That's so, and that's such a healthy way to think. And I think, you know, I love that Mark. And that's just a testament to you as a wonderful person okay. is that you're, when, when someone's doing something, you're like, Oh, maybe that's a bad habit that they picked up. And, you know, like I think just a case in point is like road rage. You know, yeah. I, I know there's, there's friends and acquaintances that I have where I've been in a car with them. I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. This, this <laughs> person has some aggression in there, yeah. you know, and that's probably something they, honestly, I think it's probably something some people don't think about. And, but when 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 someone's new is in that experience, and you know someone might ride with me and think this guy doesn't know how to break, you know. <laughs> but uh, 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 yeah, it's like the, it's just automatic, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be. Absolutely, yeah. So as we mentioned, you know, habits are something that are built uh, through learning and repetition. So from the research we have, a person is thought to develop a habit in the course of pursuing goals, you know, such as driving to a destination or satisfying an appetite uh, by beginning to associate certain cues uh, with behavioral responses that help meet the goal. So for example, uh, turning at certain streets or stopping at a drive-through with with a familiar sign, right? Uh, So over time, thoughts of the behavior and ultimately the behavior itself are likely to be triggered by these cues. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. And that's such a great way to put it is that, you know, they're resp- behavioral responses to help meet a goal. And it's interesting to think about negative uh, uh, routines or some bad routines and like what goal is that meeting and what self-fulfilling prophecy that's doing, as my therapist would say. For sure. You know, I, I've thought about that for sure. That, that's helped me contextualize like some of my bad habits mm-hmm. where it's just like I'm I'm doing the thing not because I want to do that thing, yeah. but I'm trying to like scratch some other itch yes. you know yes. and then when you realize that you're like oh this bad thing like you know punching this brick wall or whatever yeah. you know this is actually just hurting my hand it's right. not like satiating my anger or whatever <laughs> it is and you're like oh okay so i need to find something else to do right. <laughs> you know and so. you know i recently with with coffee so i've drank coffee for so long and you know i've talked about this on the cast before but um you know i gave it up and i love coffee i love coffee culture there's nothing at all wrong with it but i found for me that I realized it was giving me like kind of anxiety and it was the negatives were outweighing the positives. And it's like, I wonder how long that was happening for. Mm. And I just didn't realize it. Um, and, and now I'm able to get kind of the same boost of energy from a sun lamp. So I've, that habit has taken it over. So as opposed to spending five minutes making my coffee or, or doing that, I'm, I'm, I'm journaling by my sun lamp and I've kind of switched those habits out and it was, wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but now it is a habit. It's something I do every morning, pretty much. That's great. That's great. Uh, along a similar line, like a bad habit I had was like negative self-talk, you know, mm, like yeah. like negative self-talk and not even on purpose, just like you're not even thinking about it. Right. right. And maybe you're being self-deprecating or whatever it is, wh- wherever it starts after a while, you're like, oh, that's negative self-talk. I can't do that anymore. So then, then are you just beating yourself up for doing the negative self-talk? I just did. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough. But it's yeah. a vicious circle. Yeah. But. Uh, but to come to try and replace that, 
like I do like personal affirmations nice. or like positive affirmations. Awesome. Or it's like if I catch myself saying something negative about myself, I have a I have a rule. I don't know if it's good to be like two numbers obsessed, but I have That's a rule right. where it's like I got to say three positive things for every negative thing. So if I catch oh. myself saying a, a negative thing, I real quick I try to catch myself and I'm like, all right, three positive things. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great habit. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try and incorporate that in my life, Mark. What a, what a wonderful thing. Yeah. Well, it's important because I I would notice I was doing it a lot and I, I wouldn't even really think much of it, but yeah. it's like over time that will weigh you down. You know. So it's yeah. Like you gotta you gotta actively kind of fight it if you if you can. You know? And I've heard too uh, another way of thinking about that. And maybe it's a different angle. But it's it's like treating yourself how you would treat a friend, mm-hmm. you know, talking to yourself how you talk to your, your friend. If your friend's having a hard time or makes a mistake, you're not going to be like, you idiot. <laughs> and right. if, if you are, maybe, you know, rethink that friendship <laughs> you have with that person. I mean, it's okay to punch fun of your friends every once in a while, but, you know, yeah. if you're, you know. they're constantly tearing you down, watch out. Be careful out. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so uh, we, we have some interesting things about uh, 25. This is a great article that Casey got. It's 25 strange habits that are more common than you think. And I was super interested and she pulled some great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are things that are strange that I think are strange, but again, common. So uh, here's a couple of saying words under your breath or in your head so you can spell them correctly, like Wednesday uh-huh. uh, for Wednesday, and also singing the ABC song to make think- sure things are in alphabetical order. Absolutely. Guilty, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Uh, this is one actually I've learned f- uh, a couple of years ago, but for a long time I didn't know, is um, cleaning our ears with Q-tips, uh, despite being told by doctors in the box of Q-tips um, that that's actually not good for your ears. Yeah, I learned that recently too, or, mm-hmm. you know, meaning growing up, I thought that's what Q-tips were for, right? you know, and then I was like, yeah. oh, you're not supposed to do that. This is a specific pop culture reference, but... The HBO show Girls, uh, mm-hmm. there's a moment where one of the characters is having a tough time and they uh, they dig into their ears with a Q-tip too far. Uh-oh. And it is it's a it's it, it's intentionally trying to like make you uncomfortable and get under your skin. And they uh, succeeded. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah I recently went to an ENT uh, and, and had some ears. Have a, it's, it's like hearing loss as I get older. It's still good. But one of the things they encouraged was they were talking about Q-tips, and I guess they do it to everybody. And said basically, when you're putting it in there, it's it, you're not getting stuff out; you're just jamming stuff in. Was the mm. the way that they explained it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sorry, Q-tip industry. I don't know if the is the Q-tip industry doing enough. I don't know to spell this myth. And I also had a follow up question though about that Q-tip yes. thing. When they yeah. said not to use the Q-tip, did they say what to do? Yeah. So they, you know, they said the ears self cleaning. The way that our ears are designed and shaped, and the way that we have, you know, ev- evolutionized ourselves is that they're self-cleaned. They say you can use a clean Q-tip to cut clean the, like the outer part of your ear right. and just right in the inside. But when you're going in after the wax, that's that's no good, okay. you know. And I, I didn't ask about like if there's an excessive wax buildup. I mean, I got the impression that it's never good was the what I left with is that you should just kind of let your ears be your ears. I did not know that. That's good to know. I, I was kind of like in this in-between world where it's just like, don't use a Q-tip, but I didn't know what to use. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know I, I'm not a doctor, so I'd have to get I'll, some I'm work. just going to take it 100%. <laughs> okay. I'm going to seek no more information. This is all I need. You know? <laughs> well, well the, another thing is uh, a crazy habit we all have is a lot of us have is saving things we'll never use. Speaking of stuff, uh, is like, does anyone else have 50 plastic grocery bags, random popsicle sticks, empty cotton cans, rubber bands, unmatched socks, uh, you know, uh, all that old clothing. Um, 
there's some weird guilt about throwing away things that aren't broken or torn, even though realistically we'll never use them. Um, and this isn't even hoarding, which is a whole nother issue, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of us have that. I definitely have my my uh, mm-hmm. bin full of plastic bags. Oh, absolutely. So many things that I just kind of hold on to or keep them like, I might need it sometime. Honestly, it's not even keeping items, but I, I'm a person that has like a lot of tabs open. And it's just like, I don't know, I might read that article today, <laughs> you, you know, as opposed to just saving the tab and coming back to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I agree. We're in tab hell over here. Um, (laughs) Me too, too, Mark. Me too. Um, And final final one I'll throw at you is not folding and putting our laundry away. So we have to rummage through a pile of clean but wrinkled laundry to find clean clothes. You know, kudos to everyone who can do the wash, dry, fold in the same day. You are the real adults. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, Bill, maybe we can talk about 11 ways to break bad habits uh, that you haven't tried yet. So this was another great piece of research Casey found. Uh, So uh, the first one that is mentioned that I thought is actually really great is tricking yourself into changing habits temporarily. Mm, So so, uh, the idea being rather than saying, like, I'm never doing this again, if instead you're just like, oh, I'm going to do this for a stretch of time, you know, trial period, trial period. Exactly. Your body just needs a certain amount of time. Your body and your mind needs a certain amount of time to establish the habit. So if you kind of like trying to cross that threshold, so like 21 days, for example, right. you know, that might be a more achievable goal rather than trying to say to yourself, I have to stop doing this forever and ever. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, that's also good for a, a corporate or office environment. If people aren't wanting to go with your new idea, throw out trial period. <laughs> <laughs> Throw out, let's try it for two weeks because what happens is then it becomes a habit and uh, sometimes you can get people to do that thing that makes your your life better. Mm -hmm. Another one, Mark, is uh, to leave reminders where you'll see them. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes we keep up bad habits because they're hard to break. Other times we don't remember. Um, So like for example, right now on my phone, Mark, my home screen says, what do you want to pay attention to? And it's just a reminder to me if I'm reaching for my phone um, to, oh yeah, what do I need to focus on? Maybe it's not a little quick Instagram endorphin hit. Maybe it's talking to my friend Mark. Yeah, and yeah, that's great. Paying attention to the sunshine. You know, I guess like, um, speaking of reminders where you'll see them, this is similar, but it's like, I found that scheduling something, so if it's in my calendar where I will see it and reminding myself to do it, it really ups the chance yeah. of me doing that thing. Uh, and so I think that, so, so I guess like in my mind, like a reminder could even be like scheduling it or like it, it kind of segues into time management a little bit. That's great. Yeah, that's a great thing. And mm-hmm. something I need to do more of, too. Well, same, because I've noticed that it's just like there's certain things that I want to do. And I'm like, why didn't I do it? And it's just like I never scheduled it. Never. Yeah, you didn't put the time you know? on there. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and uh, another thing, Mark, that it says is get yourself an accountability buddy. That's huge. Love yeah. that. Uh, uh, you know, whether it's working out. Um, planning to eat healthier, you know, if, if your significant other's into it, that's always super helpful, right? Um, but this uh, says that, you know, when we sometimes need more than just ourselves to be count- accountable. Um, and yeah, that's just a great way to do it. Some, I have seen some things where they say post on social, hey, I'm trying this thing. And, and that's one of the positives of social media sometimes is hopefully your friends aren't going to just troll you. They will also be encouraging whatever thing you're trying to do in your life. Yeah, I think that, that can be a really great way to use social media or, you know, uh, other folks in your life. Um, I really like having an accountability buddy 
where it's like you can share your goal with one person. I've noticed sometimes, depending on the context, you might share a goal with like a bunch of people. So like, like say in a large room of people, you're like, y'all, I'm writing my screenplay tomorrow. And everyone's like, woo, you go, Teddy, <laughs> you go. <laughs> and so while that can be great, the, 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 the drawback of that might be is like, you've just gotten your validation for writing that screenplay mm, right then. Gotcha. And so you're actually not more motivated. Whereas if it's like, it's a focus thing mm. where it's like, I've told one person like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat better or whatever. Yeah. And then the next day they're like, did you eat better? You know? Nice. And that that's a way where you can kind of like uh, have someone actually keep you accountable. You know? That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. And a final one we'll throw at folks is using visualizations. Breaking bad habits is not just a physical action-oriented process. Um, you know, you have to see it to make it mean something. And this is, you know, there's a book called The Secret, which I know some people put out there. Read it. You- I have read it at one point because I can't, it's, I think just the name of the book is like, yeah. what's the secret? Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, I, I can't tell you that it, it that book changed my life. But I do think it, it's something that it points out and that is true with visualization is visualizing how your life would be different. Um, so, for example, it says if you want to work on bad spending habits, don't just picture yourself without the money issues, but visualize how your life would be different with more money. Um, and it's kind of that whole you, you put it out in the universe and it'll come back to you. And I do believe in that. And I do think uh, that I've experienced it. Mark, I know with some of the projects we've worked on, we put things out there where we wanted to work with Adult Swim, you know, and then we, we went after that. And that was a really great, awesome experience. And I'm glad we did it. Um, and it's, I think part of it is we just put it out in the universe. We'll be right back with more ridiculous news after this short break. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 questions on deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free don't get it confused you are now tuned in to ridiculous news so uh bill we're gonna move on to our final segment a little bit of dessert mm. and you know there was another story it was habit-based that we wanted to share. And the headline is, uh, a woman sparks fierce debate after sharing shower habit she thinks is normal. Uh, So this is from Mirror Online, right? And so uh, this was on Twitter. And so 
There's a person named Alice, a woman named Alice, who goes by the handle at uh, Back Pain and Wine. <laughs> and uh, she asked her followers, help me settle a debate. It's normal to shower with your back to the shower, right? Not facing the water? Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. So her question uh, sparked a heated conversation between thousands of users, uh, with many people saying how they shower depends on whether whether they're washing their hair, just their body, or, you know, all kinds of things. And, uh, yeah, so, Bill, I just kind of wanted to know, sure. how did you feel when asked this question? Is there a way that you definitely shower or no or, like? You know, this was such an interesting thing to me. And I I definitely now I don't shower with just my back to the shower. No, I kind of just turn around. I use the I use the water. As, you know, I'm spinning. I might put my face <laughs> in it. Uh, you know, to be honest, a lot of so I got a waterproof speaker, Mark. And so, I, you know, showers are always fun. And and since I got that speaker, it's extra fun for the last couple of years. Uh, and I I love Lizzo. Lizzo is one of my favorite <laughs> artists. And so I do a lot of dancing in the shower. Shout out to India Childs, who's in, encouraged me to dance. That's awesome. Um, uh, uh, to like Lizzo, uh, you know, I mean, it, pretty much any Lizzo song. And then other stuff too, you know, like Wilco, I'll sing along and, and things like that. But so I'm moving if I'm in the shower. I'm, I'm, I'm moving around. I'm ducking. I'm spinning. <laughs> Maybe I'm too moving. I'm dancing. You know, I like to dance. Uh, and, you know, my house, Mark, I got two, two bathrooms. And, and one of them is like the tub bathroom, you know, shower tub. And the other one that I use more is just like a standing shower. So I've, there's a little bit more room than in a tub where you could kind of like move around and dance. Um, yeah, that's me. How about you, Mark? I uh, I was thinking about this because at first I was like, I don't know, how do I? And I think the answer is I just spin, you know, so it's like, <laughs> so I'll maybe I'll start facing the shower, then I'll turn away if I have to like, maybe like wash my hair or, you, you know, whatever it is yeah. like. Uh, so, but, but for a while it kind of threw me for a loop. I'm like, how do I, what do I do? You know? Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I move around. I, I want to get a waterproof speaker now though. Oh, just man, cause like, yeah, that sounds like a great addition. It is so, it is changed shower time to yeah. the point where like, if I'm in a rush, sometimes I'll forget. And it's not hard to use with your phone. It just connects to your Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be sitting in the shower and might get a little sad or like just bored. And I'm like, oh, that missing music. That's what it is. I'm missing the music uh and it really just is a total number on taking a shower that's fine what i found interesting about this article was i thought it was an interesting example of how subconscious some habits can be yeah you know where it's just like you at least for me anyway not to speak for other folks but i'm like oh i don't even think about it but i clearly do the same thing every time right. and, and it to me it kind of highlighted some of what we've talked about where it's just like a lot of these habits you don't even really realize you're doing until you address it or until you like consciously think about yeah. what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I thought some of the, the responses to this, oh, yeah. this lady were interesting too. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get cognizant of it, mm -hmm. um, which uh, one person responded, depends if you're washing your hair or not. If yes, then back to the shower when rinsing. Otherwise face shower, <laughs> it's like, like, a, <laughs> like an instruction manual. Um, uh, and this baffled person said, quote, I didn't know showering without washing your hair was even a thing. And I will say, you know, uh, you know, with women, you know, that have long hair or hair that takes a lot to, you know, I know that that's something you don't always want to get your hair wet every time because it's Absolutely. a, you know, hours long process. Mark and I, we don't have a whole lot of hair. No, no, no. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a little easier for us. So, Bill. What are what's Mark. a habit? <laughs> so, <laughs> hey Mark. Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, so, what's a habit 
you either, you know, what's a habit you wish you had or, or, or habits? It could be more than one. You know, I wish that I could get to bed roughly the same time every night. I've always been a night owl, even as a little kid. You know, I, I was a night owl. I hated going to bed, and I think it's part of my whatever circadian rhythm. Um, but even that said, I, I because, and it's just because I, I have things to do in the morning, um, but I do feel better sometimes when I get up, and, and that is, of course, dependent on me going to bed. Um, and and it, by the same token, I wish that I didn't hit the snooze button so often. Um, that's, a, that's a habit that I would like to break. And I think one thing about habits and one thing I've learned just in meditation practice, um, I use an app called Mindspace that's great for that, and they, they kind of encourage good habits, is to, to, to not beat yourself up if you mess up a habit, right? Mm. So if there's, a, if there's a morning and you do hit the snooze button and you've made a routine or goal not to, that's fine. You know, everyone misses. You can have a cheat day or whatever, just don't let it, don't let it become two cheat days or three cheat days in a row, which is me. It's like hitting the snooze button it, way too much. How about yourself, Mark? Uh, a couple habits I wish I had, or I think I, I could, I realized that I could build these habits. So it's not like, oh, it'll never happen. I guess I just kind of like uh, a wish, oh man, I wish I had these earlier or more was uh, running and just like practicing instruments. Yeah. You know? Like I think when I started doing comedy, it was so fun. I didn't realize how bad I was when I started, you, you know, it, it was just because it was so fun. I've always thought you were hilarious. Oh, thanks, yeah, man. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate it. But it's like I that was not always the case. And so like <laughs> definitely like was bad for a long time. But I'm like, I don't care. It's fun. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just love doing this. And I what I realized, it's like it's like that with anything, you, you know, it's yeah. just like, you know, so like starting an instrument. And I feel like sometimes I get frustrated with music, even though I really wanted to play yeah. more different things. So I wish that was a habit that I knew back then. But I know now it's like if I wanted to play more instruments I could as well as like running too. That was another habit where I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I was. Did you ever run like younger or do any sports really? Not, like I, I did sports like basketball or things like that. But I mean running was never really part of like my personal training regimen meaning like I wasn't the type that like would get up and run it'd be more like oh let me get my shots in or like let me do these dribble drills yeah know? when they have you like run to half court oh suicides suicides mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. something I remember that yeah but it was less of like just like go out run a couple miles real quick that mm -hmm. was less a part of how I was trained you know what what, do you, what about running makes you want to make it a habit I think it's just to me it just feels like good just good for you like yeah. like like yeah. it just kind of gets you out there uh, I, I walk but i feel like running might even be more efficient just because you travel more distance a little sooner so you know because it's, like, it's like of running. you know yeah, in the dictionary what is running oh well it's like walking but you get there sooner you know so you could just pick that one instead there's no other you know drawbacks like you're sweatier or it like ups your heart rate whether or not you need it to be you know? so, Calluses, <laughs> right, right. Oh man, uh, well that—that's great. Well, I wonder. So, like, if you would visualize yourself, yeah. Let's say you start running, Mark, yeah. and that you've been running for mm -hmm. you know three to six months. Mm -hmm. What's that like? What's the visual in your brain? What's what's your new? Oh, the God, new Mark. I love this. Like? I love this. Uh, the new me is just kind of like the new running me is just like uh, you know maybe I got like so right now when I go walking I'm in sweatpants but if I was running. It'd be more like, uh, like uh, I don't know what those are, but like athletic wear. Yeah, yeah. You know, like athletic wear. And right now I have shoes that are meant for walking. Okay, but yeah. these shoes, they'd be, mean, they'd be meant for running. Nice, you know nice. what I mean? Okay, and yeah. then I think like, you know, usually when I go walking, I have uh, 
you know, my phone or whatever. And I, I have like these earbuds, but it's just like, nah, baby. I, I'd have like some uh some AirPods in there. Yeah. Pumping pumping maybe some Lizzo. Okay, uh pumping yeah. maybe some uh pumping maybe some uh uh some some coolio even if I yeah. wanted to relive my fourth grade music chase. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd be there, I'd be there running uh with 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 my uh new running shoes, my new running pants, and my uh AirPods in that ear. And they'd be like, man, look at that person so dedicated early in the morning. Running, running out Just here. Running. Yeah. yeah. Inspiring other people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Well, on the flip side, Mark, yeah. um, you know, what habit would you love to lose? Okay, so this is a specific one that I had because I was thinking about this. And uh, it's specifically eating late at night after a comedy show. Mm. So I was talking earlier about certain types of habits where you're doing one thing, thinking you're satisfying another thing, but you're not. Yeah. You know? And so with comedy shows, what I'll do sometimes is like after a comedy show, even still, after performing a long time, you just get this shot of adrenaline. And for me, it's like hard to go to sleep after a comedy show. And what and, yeah. and you'll get back home pretty late sometimes right so there's not a lot of healthy options if you're looking to buy food you know so right and nothing against the places that are open but it's just like it's usually like sugary yeah it's like sugary salty stuff and so what i realized i was doing the habit that i had formed was it's like you get that high from like that that like that chemical high yeah and it was just habitual Mm. and so it's just like oh okay like i get from home from this comedy show i have this adrenaline you know and it's just like, oh, I get this like little sugar high from eating some something that's just not good for me, you know. Whereas before, I'd be like, oh, well, I haven't eaten in a long time, uh, mm. and so this is a meal. But it's just like it's not really giving me sustenance in the way I think it is. So what? So that's that's something that you're working on losing. Yeah, just just working on losing not uh, having that habit of like yeah. staying out late, doing a comedy show, going to get food staying up later you know so it is like, tough yeah. i've been right there with you yeah. you know after a comedy show because you know there's not a lot of places open mm-hmm. you know that to your point are healthy mm-hmm. and so it's like trying to convince myself you can get home yeah there's food there's carrots in the fridge right yeah or whatever it is yeah uh, what about yourself bill what's a what's a habit you'd, you'd like to try to drop? you know that that's one that sometimes I, I need to work on too mark the one you said and then um you know i i also i actually i kind of mentioned this but it was a hitting the snooze button in the in the AM, um, that's a big one that I think I work on, and I love the thinking of visualizing it. So I'm just visualizing myself getting out of bed. The sun's coming, like that. My my uh, front of my house faces the east, so I get this beautiful morning sun. I'm very grateful for that. And sitting at the kitchen table in the the end spot where I like lift up my window and I have the sunlight beaming down, and I got my sun lamp, and I'm, it feels a little stupid sometimes to have the sun and my sun lamp. Yeah. Uh, you know, eating my cereal, doing my my gratitude journal. Um, I think that would that's a good visualization. Is is me being there a little bit earlier in the day, so the sun's still coming in. Because if I wait too long, the sun's going to get right above that window, and it's going to be a little bit darker in the kitchen. That's a great visualization. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll be visualize that at home. Yeah. If, if visualize that. Uh, hey, what's something you want to do? Take a second. Visualize yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, Bill. Uh, I have not given blood, but I found yeah. a gallon of blood. Oh my god! I wanted to give it to you. I know that this is. <laughs> Kind of a random gift. It's I don't know if it's a random. good gift, but I, you know, I'm a little shocked that you had this on you. Um, I, it's a little concerning. Well, we had mentioned the image of like a refrigerator filled with eight gallons worth of blood. We did, and you know, we weren't like, oh, that's enticing. Oh, that's like good necessarily. Mm-hmm. 
But during the break, I'm like, let me just go find you a gallon of blood wow. and give it to you. Super thoughtful. Yeah. And it's very cold. Yeah. It's super cold. Good, uh, I guess. I, 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 uh, I, I, I stole it. You stole uh, the yeah, gallon yeah, of blood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, did, no. I didn't share that. And I, I feel really bad for a couple reasons. One, I, it may have been going to something important. Uh, two, I don't know, like, who I stole it from. You know, so I don't know what the consequences will be. Uh-oh. Uh, Is there someone at the Hello? Hi. I saw it's me. It's the Dutch police. Oh, my so, God. I, I heard you say that you, you stole something. That's yeah. illegal, Mark. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, uh, take me away. So, and well, you know what? How about I just take this gallon of blood, Mark, yeah. down to the hospital with those children who needed to survive, Mark. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. And I'm going to Venmo you 20 more dollars. <laughs> Yeah, two more sandwiches for me, baby. Yes, yeah, so thanks so much, Mark. We appreciate you, and it's okay to steal if you give back. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye Dutch policeman. Wow. Wow. That guy is so nice. Mm -hmm. I made $45 off him today. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they must get paid well. Yeah, I guess police so. in, in the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, so... Built to kind of uh, wind things down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to uh, our segment that we like to call Spring of Inspiring Inspirations. So this is when we uh, take a quote uh, that's positive, uplifting in some way to kind of send you on the rest of your day, evening, uh, whenever you're listening to this. Anytime. So uh, speaking of habits, there's a great book out there that we'll probably talk about at some point in the, in the podcast. The book's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm -hmm. uh, that author, James Clear, also has a, a weekly newsletter that Bill, you told me about. Right? Yeah, it's so, great. It's really, it's once a week. It gives you some inspiring quotes. And I, I like it. It's one of my favorite newsletters. It's really nice. Super brief, quick read, right? Very nice. uh, so I pulled a quote from James Clear from his newsletter. And the quote is, uh, is thus. Um, <laughs> um, for those who expect everything, there are many curses. Uh, for those who appreciate everything, there are many blessings. Uh, and I enjoyed that because just the reminder to appreciate was there. Yeah, and I appreciate you, Mark. Appreciate you, you know, Bill. I appreciate iHeart, the studio we're in. Tari, of course, we appreciate Tari, you. Tari, we appreciate you. Could she say something in the podcast? We've been trying to, <laughs> been trying to get her to do it for months. Maybe we'll get her to say something. One day. One day. And Casey, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, Casey. And, and, and as always, listeners, anybody tuning in, we appreciate you. I'm very grateful for you. You know, um, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. And so be sure to follow us on uh, Facebook and IG at Ridiculous News Podcast. You can also email us at ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com. Uh, also, be sure to check out our comedy videos at Mark Kendall Comedy on IG, TikTok, and Facebook. And if you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Kendall Comedy. Be well, y'all. Uh, if you got something you're working on, just imagine what it's going to be your, your habit. Imagine what it's going to be like six months from now if you're doing that every day. You can do it. Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free at- 